Ladies and gentlemen, it's Stargate! Also known as the movie I've never seen, even though my boyfriend's in it. You still haven't seen it? No, she oh, watched it for the oh, first time. Okay. I was going to say, what? Yeah, it's like, how are we going to talk about Who's it? Who's your boyfriend? James Bader. Oh, he's your boyfriend? I know, gross. Yeah. Talk about hot dog water. Oh, you yeah. didn't care. Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Alan, and here with me are your co-hosts, Brooke and Anna. This week, we'll be talking about and reviewing the movie I picked, the 1994 classic, Stargate, available on Amazon Prime and Hulu. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's good to have the Unicorn Brigade with us once again. Yeah, cuddled around the fire, warming ourselves. Yeah, thanks the for air all conditioning. your. <laughs> well, you're breaking. I had this whole image. It's summer. I know, but this is the magic of audio. No, there's just a crackling. <laughs> We're in the woods. Deny. There's a crackling fire. See, you can hear it. We're trying to stay warm, so we've all cuddled together to hear tales of the queer folk who watch movies. Oh my. (gasps) An owl. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's creating a post apocalyptic situation. (laughs) It's Queer Mageddon. Queer Mageddon. (laughs) Gay Mageddon. Gay Mageddon. Well, I just have to say thanks to everybody keeping the boards alive with your stories and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, the Unicorn Brigade board mm-hmm. has a lot of interesting discussion about uh, movies and not just ones we do on the show, but any that anybody sees. It's been really interesting. Yeah. If you, if you all haven't been out there uh, to the Unicorn Brigade page yet, you should go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Unicorn Brigade. Hey, interact with us. The superstars of the planet. Oh, my. I feel like I need to get in there now. You better get in there. I know. You got to get all up in. What are you getting up in? The brigade. The the messaging (laughs) of the boards. I was like, wow. I have not made any real posts in there. Well, hopefully we'll have some more. Because I'm having a a good time with our discussion. I do, too, usually. Usually. (laughs) Well... <laughs> and people are real good about posting if there's going to be spoilers in the comments, which I like. Yes, yes that's good. That is super considerate and thank proper you. etiquette. So Stargate, huh? Yeah, I w- I happened to be uh, just browsing through movies, and I was like, you know what? I liked this movie. I don't care what anybody says about it. I loved it. I know. I'm really surprised because I've always loved it too. But apparently, it didn't do so hot. Like, at least initially, like their pre-recordings of it or the pre-screenings of it, they uh, poo-pooed it because they didn't get the plot of it. Right. And so apparently <laughs> they made some revisions. Yeah, one of them was uh, Ra, his eyes never glowed originally, but people were confused that he was even an alien. So they put that little eye glow in later to make it more clear. So they had to dumb it down for A the bit, process. yeah. Yeah. That's shameful. Yeah, they went back and they did um, like uh, film scoring underneath subtitles. Um so that they could explain the plot of the show where people were somewhat confused. Oh, originally it didn't have that? No. I could see why that's confusing. Right. <laughs> yeah, that if you don't speak give. ancient Egyptian. Which then. we all should, by the way. <laughs> should we? Yeah. Talk like an Egyptian. <laughs> I just want to draw hieroglyphs because they're pretty. When our alien overlords return, Egyptian will come back. 
<laughs> Maybe they'll fix the nose on the Sphinx. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. So, um, before we get any further into it, why don't we go ahead and go with the dudes? <laughs> A strange device is discovered in Egypt. After years of analysis and experimentation, it's found that the device can transport things and people to another world, where secrets are revealed and adventure awaits. Bum, bum. Not but secrets. Well, Not was, adventure. Well, it was funny. I was like reading the online thing, and it's like, well, that whole online description of the movie tells you every secret on the other side of it right there. And I'm like, <laughs> that seems stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to say that one. <laughs> I'm like, I want people to like tune in to find out what the mystery is. Speaking of the secrets, this is one of the movies back in, what was this, 94? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1994. They released a CD-ROM called Secrets of Stargate. Yeah. Stop, that's awesome. I think I watched it, actually. Yeah, it says it takes you behind the scenes via test shots of effects and interviews with the ca- cast and production team. So that's pretty cool. This is back in the era when CD-ROM was even a thing someone said. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm trying to remember when the last time I heard someone say that was. Well, it's crazy because even watching this now, I feel like it still stands up to time. I mean, right. The effects are dated, but I still enjoy not, it. Yeah, I think it's not still a bad. good film. I mean, it's a fun little adventure film. It's pretty much Indiana Jones in space. Yeah. I think I th- saw somebody say Star Wars versus Ben-Hur or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was entertaining. With some nerd shit. But, uh, th- so the movie was written by uh, Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich and directed by Roland Emmerich. And it stars James Spader as Daniel Jackson, Kurt Russell as Colonel O'Neill, Vivica Lindfors as Catherine Langford, and Jai Davidson as Ra. And uh, Ra. if any any of you have um, seen The Crying Game, you might recognize. Yeah, The Crying Game, which is probably the most transphobic movie <clears throat> I've seen. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Jai Davidson was the uh, person who is male, but presented female in that film. And really, that actor disliked uh, the attention that they mm-hmm. received from that so much. That they almost didn't take this role. Yeah, they didn't like any of the attention. Um, he ended up saying, "He ended up saying, I'll do it, but for a million dollars." And he thought that was crazy. But they were like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. damn! <laughs> he thought they would just go. They'd be like, "Nah, we're looking for somebody else." Then, but nope. Which it's funny, but, or not really funny. But I read a little bit of his bio, and it was like he, uh, as a gay man, felt kind of ostracized in the gay community because he was too femme. And, wow. And they were saying that, you know, he often felt rejected, and so he shaved his head and tried to get more buff, if you will, yeah. so that he could be more... Masculine a, Yeah, and it'd be more accepted Less in the Because that apparently bothers people. Yeah. Both straight and gay. So. I'm sure. Yeah, I've heard Which many is a shame. things. Well, as, as the shooting of this film, still really androgynous. Yes, oh, yeah. I we were agree. watching with the kids, and one of them said, is that a man or a woman? And we're like... <laughs> Here they haven't told us their pronouns. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I was into it. Yeah, I, and it's funny because it's like I never realized that apparently, like Egyptian royalty just acted gay. <laughs> I mean, there's very like let me flourish my arms, put my jewelry on for me. Where's the spotlight? With I my mean, child attendees. 
It was, it was, it was, it was interesting, for yeah. sure. And one of the interesting, my other interesting things about that actor is that they had nipple rings and oh, refused yeah. to take them out. So the costumers had to work around them or they would shoot just from the, like... Chest up? Chest up. Upper chest, yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, I thought, I read that too. I was like, interesting. <laughs> I don't know why they couldn't just deal with that. I mean, yeah. it seems like piercings and things like that happened... Right. In those days. Yeah. Maybe it was a little, in 94, maybe it was a little too erotic to be putting in a movie then. Probably. I don't know. They had all these hot Egyptian guys dressed up as dogs and shit. <laughs> Wasn't ready for that one. Yeah, they were. They anticipated, Anubis indeed. They anticipated the puppy community before it even happened. <laughs> puppy play. Right. Masks and. And then James ornate. Spader, uh, Roger Ebert, who famously dislikes this movie. I think it's he said it's one of the his least favorite movies of all time, he described James Spader as looking unnecessarily like John Lennon. <laughs> I, I, see it. I want to be offended, though, because James Spader is my boyfriend. Gross. Uh, He's amazing. Uh, you want to talk about hot dog water? He just got dipped in it and then just kind of shook it off like a dog? He did not. He is probably one of the sexiest dudes of all time. Well, that makes me glad that you like girls. It's it's weird though because that I hear that <laughs> I hear that he is like the sexiest. It, it I just with the voice. I do not see it. The, vo- it. the it's the voice and then the way he looks at you. I'm like mm. okay, whatever you want. The way me he to looks do, at you fine. like he maybe just woke up from a from smoking some weed and took a nap. <sighs> now that you are so mean, he looks like he smells like weed. It's the look of him. No, like he does. You look good and dipped in hot dog water too. <laughs> He's like, come on over to my house. I got a whole bathtub full of hot dog water. I am mad at both of you. (laughs) So mad. But you know, he did this movie. uh, He admitted he only did it for the money. He thought the script was really awful. And he he said, uh, this is a quote from him. This is is a quote from him. He said, acting for me is a passion, but it's also a job. And I've always approached it as such. I have a certain manual laborist view of acting. There's no shame in taking a film because you need some fucking money. (laughs) <laughs> wow i respect it and he needed the money so he did this film not even mad about it this but was, i mean it was a hit it ended up being a it hit. ended up being a hit yeah like i remember it really fondly i can't imagine a world where it wasn't huge at the time but i guess it wasn't i mean just the thought of you know oh we found this ancient thing and we don't know what it does oh look it transports us somewhere to and- planet egypt the bunch of vaguely brown people (laughs) we need we need more deserts in our lives with a bunch of tan white people that were pretending are brown and some brown people they were yeah the main lady was israeli well she's israeli though is she yeah Mm -hmm. that's still white googled that i mean maybe in apartheid south africa but at least she's uh of some sort of color that isn't caucasoid. She just really <laughs> caucasoid. That sounds like an arcade game in the eighties. It's pew, like pew, the pew. caucasoids are trying to colonize. <laughs> I'll be your caucasoid. Come on and wind me up. Do, 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 do. Caucasoid also sounds like a like a gay porn. Oh, kind of like freakazoid. Only it's caucasoid. Oh my. Like it should have been animated for a while in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> like Gigantic like dick heavy porn. metal. Heavy metal animation. Right. It's like he, it's a superhero. And he's like, go, cock, go. And his dick gets huge and he baps people with it. Oh. Oh, God, it's cockazoid. 
Does it squirt stuff at people? At it does point? now that you've mentioned it. Like, <laughs> because we're creating this fantasy. Like that's his uh, like big finishing move. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mega Blast! <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirt. I need a moment to myself. <laughs> Cockazoid. <laughs> It was a whole tangent. <laughs> that was a tangent. It's like we have strayed into Pornville. We, yeah, we have. Got nasty. Speaking of modern time, this was also the very first movie to ever have a website that supported it. Yes! Ooh, like the viral marketing stuff? Yeah, before that, well, it wasn't viral so much as just a website. Mm. Before that, all they had were commercials and movie posters and word of mouth. And the internet was still really new. Because Al Gore they made a website had for it. just invented it. Al Gore had just oh, planted the tubes. Right. <laughs> that's right. He just polished the tubes up. Yep. You just hit go live. <laughs> go live. Well, something else I found out, I didn't realize this, but this movie was actually supposed to have a trilogy associated with really? it. Really? Yeah. And the, I guess they ended up doing like the Stargate SG-1 uh, series on TV. And I guess they decided at that point, let's run with the TV series and hold off on this on this, you know, sequel movie sequel, yeah. And Which the TV series was really popular. Oh, yeah, it was like, like ten seasons yeah. of awesomeness. Yeah. I I actually watched it and I loved it. I never did. Yeah, fun and a fact. Yeah, I didn't even know about Stargate when it came out. It wasn't until years later, maybe post high school, which would have been hmm. post two thousand, that I realized a it was a show and people were into it, and then it started with the movie. Wow. Oh. Yeah, and it's funny because the movie's kind of different from the series as far as how the aliens are portrayed. Really? And there's amongst other things. But yeah, the biggest thing, you know, in the movie is the alien looks like an actual humanoid alien that has possessed a human body. But right. in the show, it's like a little parasite. It's like, it's like a snake that infiltrates the body and kind of takes over. Takes over the brine? Yeah. So. Oh, that's weird. That's like. um. <clears throat> Uh, Stephanie Meyer, the lady who wrote Twilight, mm-hmm. the next book was, it wasn't The Gift, it was something else. Oh, yeah. But the idea, w- the host. The host, yeah. Uh, these little silky things yeah, inhabited. flowery. Yeah. Human. Oh. Which I like folks. I like oh, do we get to ding for books, too? You get a ding What's for a references. Oh, it was a movie. Yeah, I never it was saw a movie, the movie. Yeah. And there was another movie uh, in the 90s. Uh, Donald Sutherland was in it. And you could tell they were infected because they had a little oh. tail sticking out of the back of their neck. Yeah. Ew, that's that? Yeah, because Donald Sutherland plays a really creepy evil person in almost everything. Yes, in almost everything. That guy is interesting. He is. I can't remember if my mom has a crush on him or Chris Christopherson. For a long time, I thought they were the same p- person. <laughs> <laughs> You thought Donald Sutherland They're and Chris Christopherson were the same people? Yes, it took a while for me to figure out that you weren't. Wow. <laughs> You'll get to hear more about how my brain works. <laughs> or doesn't work. I know what you're talking about, but I cannot the remember. The Puppet Masters. That's not it. Yeah, that's it. The, p- the poster even has a picture of them with the neck thing. Ew. Alien slugs? Yes. Stingray-shaped alien slugs that ride on people's backs and control their minds? Oh, for a minute I thought you meant like the the thing with the little marionettes that come to life and kill people. Oh. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I thought too. I was, like, hey. I was like, wait, what? Those are also awesome. <laughs> oh, I keep hitting this fucking thing. Keep those boobs contained. I'm, right, I'm just right? gonna... You can have only one party boob. The other boob has to be chill. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. 
Keep so, my hands holding my boobs. Start okay. I'm I'm here for that. Are you? Hey, I'm ogling. Ogling, ogling, og baby. Ogling it. For those that don't know, Anna is my fiance. Fiance. So we talk talk of ogling her is 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 pre consented to. I love that you put out there like I have consent. <laughs> consent is really important. <laughs> No, it is important. I just love that you're laying it out there so no one misinterprets it. Well, it's even adorable. Like people are like, I don't know how to do consent. And I'm like, why not? When we met, before we kissed, I asked if it was okay. It was hot. Also, pro <laughs> tip everybody, when you're offering a girl your phone number or trying to get it, give her options. For example, Brooke and I met online and she said, hey, if you are comfortable, here's my phone number. You can message me. If not, feel free to keep messaging me through the app. Uh-huh. Right, because if she messaged really me with awesome. her f- by phone number, I would have had her phone number, mm-hmm. which gives me a lot of info. Like, as soon as you get somebody's phone number, you can find their Facebook. <laughs> right, <laughs> you just search for their phone number, and there's their Facebook because nobody thinks to not have those connected. Um, so yeah, that's just part of consent. Like, you try to when you're just meeting somebody, you don't know each other yet, and you think it's going to work out, but you just try to make things comfortable for each other and let each other set your own boundaries. The more you know. So that's a pro tip, how to get girls 101. Hey, hey. <laughs> also, look hot and sexy like me. What? What? I mean, what? that doesn't hurt anything. And if you don't look hot and sexy, just imagine that you're hot and sexy, which is really what I do. <laughs> Before I show up, I'm like, I'm hot and sexy. And look in the mirror, make eye contact. Hey, what's up, hot and sexy? That's all it takes. You're good. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to remember that. I for real do that. I need to do that myself. <laughs> or like if I wake up in the morning and I don't feel good about myself, it. before I get to leave to, for work, I, I make eye contact in the mirror and I'm like, you're fucking awesome. With the finger guns? Yeah, finger guns make it real. Okay, I definitely <laughs> need to do that then because I look in the mirror and I go, ugh. See, you can't do that because then you're reinforcing with yourself right. these bad things. You just got to tell yourself good things and it's not like this is the secret to beating depression. I don't mean to say that. I mean, I understand depression is real and it's going to take more than a little affirmations, but it does help. And it really helps my mood. If I'm down and I do this for several days, then it, it changes my perception of myself. So it's definitely worth trying. All right, Dr. Yeah, Park. it is. Hey, Ryan? it is an educational episode. Teaching children. to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where you can learn all the good stuffs. Mm, mm, mm. That was my emphasis for you. So Starkey. I, I like her emphasis. She puts Thank the emphasis you. on the wrong syllable. I can't even say that. I almost said that. <laughs> it was enough for me to concentrate on saying emphasis. Because um, I was thinking in my head, Mumfasa. <laughs> say it like Ooh, that, Ooh, say Alan. it again. Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> There's no M in Mufasa. Hmm? There's no M in Mufasa. 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 Mumra, the ever busting. <laughs> that just went everywhere. <laughs> so, Stargate. Stargate. So, it starts up with these credits and the little close ups on the mask, the Pharaoh's mask, and everything. And it really made me feel nostalgic because they don't do that anymore. I know. And they actually did it like a slow motion camera, like over that whole mask that yeah. they had actually manufactured themselves. Ooh. It was really detailed and cool it was and i liked that it had it had black features it did and i really appreciated that too it made me hopeful but then now (laughs) right everyone's fair right um but nowadays they'll do that but they'll do it after the movie's over like they never even say what the the name of the movie is at the beginning 
not never, but almost never, until afterwards, then they then they kind of do what you would normally see at the beginning and show the name of it. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever saw that happen, actually, and I don't know why I remember this, but it was Secondhand Lions, which is a very good movie with Haley Joel Osment. It's so sweet, it makes me cry. What? I don't even know that movie. I don't either. I can hardly reach the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like your little T-Rex arm coming around the corner. <laughs> Fear me. So, yeah, it was the first one. And I was like, I, I, part, you know, we was, I was like 15 minutes into the movie, and I'm like, they haven't even said what this movie is. But we know what this movie is. We watched it intentionally, but weird. <laughs> yeah. And so this movie made me feel nostalgic for that time. Yeah, because now they think it's going to scare you to wait till the end. And I like I That's like my it. theory. I like when movies start a flashback to yeah. kind of get you up to speed on mm-hmm. what is this? Oh, we're in a desert and we found something alien esque. Right. And I thought the beginning was very Indiana Jones style. Yeah. Because they're at an archaeological dig, everybody's speaking a different language. And look, they found a ring. <laughs> and for some reason decided they would set it up on its end. Gonna fucking hoist it. Why would you do that? That is, that is true. I mean it is it's an artifact. You'd like, think it would crumble. Like, why is that the first thing they thought of? Because it probably looks sturdy. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, this shit looks sturdy. Let's just set this ring up on its side. Yeah, and see, if it, see rolls. what it does. <laughs> That's what I would do. I'd be one of the fools hoisting it up. That's why you're not an archaeologist. That's also probably true. Archaeologist slash adventurer, like Laura Croft. Maybe I should do some training so that I can be. Please do. Do you think I'm too old to train? No. Do it. Do Why it. are you on board yeah. with this? Because it's sexy. Okay. My wife, Laura Croft. Hey. The black Laura Croft? Even better. <laughs> yeah. I was good. I was trying to formulate a European joke in there. You've already got the boobs for it. You're <laughs> it's like you can solve the puzzle. It's this like, what is this round hole? I don't know. <gasps> My boob fits exactly. Click. And it opens the door. What if it gets stuck though? Like if it got stuck and something attacked. Attached itself with that kind of to thinking, my nipple. With that I kind of thinking, you'll that. never be an adventurer. Oh my gosh. So you're telling you me you're going to stick mummy, your titty right? and stuff? Right. <laughs> with the scarabs that eat. <laughs> well, what is it? The second one for the Scorpion King, I guess it is. They reach their hand in that thing and it like eats his hand off or something. Exactly. Don't put your you titty in foreign spaces. You don't want her coming out with one spaces. boob. Don't lose your boob, but I don't know. I, I feel two ways about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking more like... The first Indiana Jones where there's like a, a heavy sculpture and you like lay your boob on it to translate the weight. That would definitely work. <laughs> you can't leave then. My boobs are so heavy. You'd but, need some scarabs to chew your boob off so you it, could leave it there. But it buys oh, her some time. Saying. Don't it, do it. It just buys her some time. She leaves it there, puts the stuff away while her tit's resting on the little plate. And then she's like, okay, now I'm ready to run. And she just goes. Because mm-hmm. in the movie, it ended up sinking anyway. And I can hold it while I run and then tuck it in when I get safe. Or she could like throw it around a log and swing over a pit. Nice. Also accurate. So instead of a whip, <laughs> your tool is a boob. Yes. All right. It's, it's like a, an elastic It's a utility boob. boob. This turned into some kind of Ralph Bakshi porno cartoon. This is like Felix the Cat shit right here. But you'd mm. watch it because you're entertained, right? I mean, maybe. You'd watch yeah, it. No, maybe. You, you watched Maidroid. Are you going to wear the booty shorts? <sighs> Only because you want me to. Then you I'll watch thrilled. it. <laughs> you'd watch it anyway. Why don't you be like, Black Laura Croft for Halloween? Weird shit? Oh, I want to see Black Laura Croft. That would be awesome. I know. You'd be so hot. Yeah. I mean, you are hot. But that would also be a fantasy. That would be <laughs> hot. <laughs> Wet. So it sounds like bedroom stuff. 
No, just public stuff. That that, that would lead to the leads bedroom. to bedroom stuff. Yeah, okay. or maybe not even that far away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and what could I be to accompany it? I could be Boots from Door the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's off. <laughs> That's on the no. list of things I'm not going to do. No. <laughs> Mood killed. Oh, shit. Well, next scene we have <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dr. Jackson, who is glorious, um, super sexy. What's his name? Your boyfriend? James Spader. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um,. He, of course, is the eccentric scientist who's laughed out of a lecture but gets funded by an old person. Have we seen that before? Maybe it's exactly the same premise as Atlantis. I haven't seen that either. Disney's Atlantis? No. It's actually good. Maybe I have seen it. It is actually good. But that's exactly what happened there, along with many other movies. Well, I mean, you need a mysterious lady benefactor to fund your research. Well, in the movie Atlantis, it was a mysterious elderly male benefactor, but still. Yeah. Mysterious benefactor. It's like, nobody takes this person seriously. I do. Which is weird, because I don't understand why people would just flat out laugh that away as a possibility. Well, that's because you love science fiction. I guess. Which isn't what scientists are into. They just want to be right. They're into facts. Well, if the facts are pointing to that, how the hell could a human possibly do this at that point in age of civilization? That's a good point. They've now discovered how, though. That's ego. With facts. Oh, yeah? What is it? Oh, they would p- put logs, and then they would wet the sand, and it would make it easier to move the large pieces of uh How do you explain stone. Stonehenge? Huh? Hmm? <laughs> what are you talking about? Actually explain that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was aliens. That's right. I want everything aliens. to be aliens. Uh, meme. I'm here for all the alien things. Okay. I, I choose to believe. I'm a, I'm a believer. I, I mean, I have been until everybody in this entire like nation got a camera, a high, a high powered camera that they carry at all times. And at this point, I'm like, mm, wouldn't we have video footage of these things? Not if it's covered up. <laughs> I'm also a believer in conspiracy. All right then. Yeah, I'm with Alan. It's an inside job. I mean, come Every on. Every time. How can you have all these Roswell stories? Well. How can you? I d- you know, I did see a UFO once. Me too. Tell us about your story, Alan. Did they anal probe you? They did not. I was not that close. Oh. I just watched this light thing go into a cloud, and it illuminated the cloud, and then disappeared. Okay. Which I was, was driving down the road, when suddenly there was this brilliant flash. Like, it lit up the whole... It became day, and I was like, whoa, something awful has happened. Like, I figured there was an explosion of an airplane or something in the sky. It was... An enormous flash. So I pull off on the side of the road like it was that big of a deal. And I got out of the car and I look up and there's this shape of something in the sky. And it's too far for me to be able to determine because it's at night. That's why the flash was so noticeable. But it appeared to be round. But that could have been, you know, the distance. But it had um, red and blue and green and yellow lights on it which I looked up once we got on the internet. (laughs) That's not really the colors that planes should have on them. So I can't explain. It is an unidentified Mm. object that was flying. It was a UOF. (laughs) I see what you did there. Yeah. 
Yo. Well, it doesn't sound that dissimilar <laughs> to my experience. Right. It was it, very bright in the sky, and it was so bright that when it went behind the cloud, the cloud itself so, actually... Right. And I so always I wondered like, if maybe it, it entered the atmosphere at a, at a fast rate, and that was the... And then it was moving, and it looked like there was smoke coming off of it, which would happen if it entered the atmosphere quickly. Yeah. But I also don't have any facts to back it up, but that's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Sounds awesome, though. That's what makes you believe. I don't have a story like that. You don't have a UFO story? Sure don't. You're off the show. <gasps> Harsh. You're not popular. <sighs> I'm just kidding. I'm so sad. I'd <laughs> be sad, too. Well, I wish everyone could see your face, because it's adorable. It's not adorable. Oh my god! This is not. This is an unintended consequence of having you on the show. Is everybody going to be like, "Oh my god, (laughs) so much sugar"? They're gross. Diabetes. Diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes. So to avoid that, let's get back to the show. And my boyfriend. So, Catherine, who's the old lady that he meets in the car, offers him a job. And of course, he's a loser, so he's going to say yes. Right. And they, he goes <laughs> to guy. the fucking military installation, and the outside of it is the exact same one they used for war games. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And of course, they go, dun, 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 dun. you know, they play the little drum sounds so you know it's the military. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's and military because music. You can't be positive how big of a nerd he is yet when they're riding the elevator down. He has to start sneezing and talk about his. Um, Allergies. <laughs> oh, bef- before they get there, though, they do that little um, kind of an intro to Colonel O'Neill. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. Because, you know, he's got a backstory, and they, they don't really tell you concretely a lot, but they have enough evidence around in the room and his attitude that his son has died. Right. And we assume that it's because he has somehow gotten hold of a weapon and shot himself? No, they actually say it when the Do two they? military guys are driving away. One of them's like, why is he like that? The other one said, kid shot himself accidentally. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. and then he's, of course, every time anybody comes near his guns, any child, get away from there! Uh, see, and, I missed the conversation, but I assumed from his yeah, reaction yeah. later in the and movie. And Colonel O'Neill, right. uh, played by um, Kurt Russell, Kurt, Kurt Russell, and in this, I thought he looked exactly like the lead action figure in that Small Soldiers movie. Yes. <laughs> when he gets his hair buzzed. Yeah, his yes. haircut is just the flattest fucking it flat is. top I've ever seen in my life. Like, what's home dude's name from Street Fighter? That's who I thought. Oh, yeah. With the blonde hair. Yeah, um, I can't think of his name, though. General something, right? No. Apparently, we're going to look this up. Yeah, we are. The Guile. What? His name is Guile. Oh, Guile. The military guy with the white or with the blonde hair. His name is Guile. G U I L E. And it's just Guile's not ge- General Guile. No, it's not General Guile. Why are you? Why it's are you a, sounding this way? It's just way? offensive that you would suggest that his name is General anything. It's Street Fighter. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I didn't know you were so emotionally attached to Street Fighter. I didn't either until now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't know why anyone would play any character other than Cammy, but okay, sure. Chun Li, you mean? Yeah, who's Cammy? Cammy. I don't know who Cammy is. Cammy's the girl with the long braid and the red beret on. Uh, no one wants to play her. Oh my god! I wanted to play Chun Li all the time. Yeah, me too. I mean, Chun Li is also good, but Cammy. I like it when she turned upside down and we go <laughs> little helicopter leg. <laughs> yes, that was my favorite move. But anyway, I also read that Kurt Russell like demanded that his hair be changed color for this movie. Really? Yes. What a strange demand. That's kind of what I thought. That's kind of, that's kind of gay. I guess because they made him <laughs> cut his hair. And he's like, well, if you're going to cut my hair, I want you to color it this color. 
Interesting. Which I thought was awesome. If you're going to put him. that much product in it, I want it to be dyed. That's true. If he had to get rid of his mullet. He did have a mullet. For <laughs> years. I think he's got one again. Yeah. I thought it was funny, too, that... Uh, the doctor uh, Jackson comes down, and they've been trying to solve these runes for 15 years. And in five minutes, he's like, "Oh, yo, this is this is really it. I figured everything out. These are constellations." And the dude from Mad About You was pissed. He was so pissed. Well, yeah, when he sucks and he's embarrassed <laughs> in front of everybody for 15 right. years, six years. It's like clearly you've had the wrong person here translating your shit. Right, and it's so weird that the military had this thing. They've got all these machines hooked up to it so they can turn it like a Rubik's Cube. they got all these computers that say things like molecular destabilization. How are they measuring that? I don't I, know. Magic. It's crazy. It amazes me that they ever got to where they did with it. Like I yeah. wouldn't have thought to stand it on end, hook it up to power source, try doing things with these symbols that and, up to that point they didn't know what the fuck they were right and i don't even understand the chevrons like what are they talking about locking them in like what because once you get it there it doesn't get locked in it spins again well that's just it i feel like that gate was incomplete like you need like and, and if you watch the tv series okay this might help because i haven't in the tv series all of the gates come with this device that stores like your your directions, your code, or your map. So okay. it's like a combination lock. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so the gate oh. does all these things, and it locks it into this computer for you based on, you know, That how makes more related. sense. Because the little Chevron things did go click into place, and I'm like, what the fuck? But they didn't, like, freeze there, and it spin around it. Right. No, I've often wondered that, too, but I, I know on the show that was kind of how they did it. Every that makes planet more sense. that they would go to would have, like, this device. It's also kind of dumb, though, because they figured out the first six symbols, but they couldn't figure out the seventh. And I'm like, why don't you just put in the first six and then try each one of the remaining until symbols until you get it? Like, no, I agree. That's the no, easiest that problem to solve. Like, I could do it in one afternoon. Why did it take them 15 years and they couldn't figure <laughs> it out? So crazy. Because ego, they didn't think they had to put a point of origin they, in. It's well, the military. Because exactly. everything comes from Earth. Well, they weren't working with... <laughs> Damn. They weren't working with the whole methodology for it, like you were saying. I mean, it's like, well, we're just doing all these things. We don't have any idea what it's going to do or what it's for. But then he comes up with the complete plot for it. Like, okay. well, we're trying to find a place, not here, but you need all these different coordinates in order to like, transport yourself three-dimensionally through space to somewhere mm -hmm. and apparently it took him drawing on somebody's screen with a permanent marker oh that gave me so much anxiety <laughs> i know right i'm I like i want you to touch mine is, with your is, does that wipe off alone a marker <laughs> i literally was in there does that wipe off it's the military that's going to cost them three million dollars to replace mm -hmm. no, it, will. it will because glass <clears throat> yeah oh and the first time the the stargate opens and it's like that splash and the then swirl that was it's awesome. beautiful i love it oh i know and then and they have the little ripple effect. It looks like you're yes. looking down on a pool. Yeah. They actually came up with special technology just to make those ripples look completely accurate. Really? Like, yeah. Like the reading. Matrix. Like this this was like a pioneering movie for a it lot really of was. different yeah. film like um, special effects. It was just really neat. Cool. Well, that's legit. In Independence Day, that scene where they had the gate hooked up was very similar when you walk into the yeah. lab and the spaceship is hooked up. And then I thought it was funny that they, they were like, well, we got the Stargate open, but we can't possibly figure out the chevrons on the other side, so let's all just give up. And then James Spader, or Colonel, or Professor Jackson, is like, well, I, I can do it. And they're all like, we've never thought of this before. <laughs> what? No wonder these fuckers failed. They're idiots. <laughs> they're complete idiots. I, I just can't believe 
you would risk going and being trapped on the other side if you weren't a hundred percent sure. But I guess he had nothing to lose, so that, I mean, yeah. He, I think he, he was in it for the adventure. Colonel, what's his fuck, was in it for suicide. Suicide. Yeah, he had nothing. Everybody to lose. else was just following orders. Because he clearly didn't care about his wife. And then once they decide he's going in, the old lady's like, "Here, take this. It's always giving me luck." And I was like, "Oh my god, I hope it's the heart of the sea." <laughs> And like he's gonna get to the edge of the Stargate with all that water, and he's gonna go ooh, and he's gonna drop it in the Stargate. <laughs> that would be great, but that didn't happen. No, instead they all one by one walk through, and and I like the way he kind of like tests it, you know, like he steps in a little bit, he puts his finger or his hand through and pulls it back, and it's like okay, well I can apparently come that didn't back, hurt, which I don't understand how that works. Right, if you're transmitting something, how do you pull it back? When it's supposedly a one-way, maybe the whole thing device. has to be submerged before it can. Maybe hmm. I don't know. I, I question that though. But that was another thing. As people were stepping through it and disappearing and not showing up on the other side, that was another technological thing that they were like trying out for the first cool. time. I guess they were saying that they had some special way of making someone not appear on the other side. Yeah, That's neat. And then once they go into it, you get the best 1994 montage <laughs> yeah, of wormhole travel Whoa, ever. There's a star. And it's got this sweeping music. It made me think of like Cocoon or Batteries Not Included. Mm, those are both good. And so I was really <laughs> satisfied by that. And then they get to the other side. And to like, Egypt planet. It'll pass. The feeling you feel. What a rush. It'll be okay. What a rush. That's so Lame. stupid. <laughs> I'd, just, I'd be quiet for a minute. I know. And not throw it. And they come through there and it's like, I thought, well, of course the other side is planet egypt and of course these white men showed up to colonize it exactly <laughs> you would think that she sure did i was like these fucking she colonizers the they come in here uh, and they brought a bomb fuck them spoiler we're not there yet it's not a spoiler he's fucking with it immediately oh, when yeah, i saw it was. i was like that's he a fucking bomb yeah they're all setting up camp they outside. set us up the bomb that's true leave he's it to back fucking america the pyramid. to be like hey let's travel to a planet on the other side of the universe and blow it the fuck up it's got multiple moons. You can't blow up something with multi-moons. Oh, and that was so cool. Yeah, when you see the multiple moons, it's like, okay, well, I'm not on Earth. I remember that being a cool moment Yeah, when I was watching. Because I was so excited when I first saw this movie. Like, I'm like, this is my dream. This is what I want to happen in real life. Right. Oh, me too, actually. And Except like, I want them to be, like, super feminists on the other side. and Not fucking colonizers <laughs> not taking fucking guns, colonizers pointing them at kids. Taking guns and pointing them at kids, yeah. They did like man. to point the guns at everything. Everything. Oh Every time they saw something, they were like, let's shoot it. Yeah, like a kid got scared, the little main kid, and home dude's reaction was to point a gun to at him. A gun. I thought uh, the same so thing. so fucking mad. Like, come on, white man. Before we get to that, it's, it's, they're over there, and, and Jackson's like, well, I can't take us back. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking symbol. about? We didn't, we didn't think to ask you how you might do this. We just trusted you when you said you could. And he's like, well, I figured there'd be like, you know, signs. Why do you have to make my boyfriend sound like that? Well, you know, I'm a little jealous. Are you? Not really. Okay. No. No. If it comes down between me and James Spader, I'm going to win. Okay. (gasps) (gasps) Damn. The the He's my celebrity pass. Uh Uh-uh. When your celebrity pass is yourself, mine is James Spader. (laughs) We did. (laughs) Wow. We did talk about this the other day because we were watching a show. Where there was alternate reality, um, and you know, it's like the Nazis won. And I was like, I think I'd still have sex with Hitler, me, before I killed me. <laughs> Alan's face. <laughs> oh my god, 
Hitler U. Well, that's because that's what happened on the show. Yeah. It was Green Arrow, and uh, Green Arrow and Hitler Green Arrow were there. And I was like, yeah, I'd be like, what's up, sexy? You see? Uh, no, and so, so that's when we decided that my celebrity pass would be me. Mm-hmm. Celebrity pass, for those who don't know, is like the celebrity that, okay, if you ever get the chance to bang, it's good. We're good. It's not cheating. <laughs> I won't leave you. So mine is apparently me, and hers is James Spader, which seems like such a weird thing to waste a celebrity pass on. No, that's I'll, awesome. I'll take Stephen Amell. I don't oh, know is that, that is. that's Hot Sexy from Green Arrow, Green right? Arrow, mm-hmm. yes. Oh. Salmon Ladder, all you want. I didn't know his name, because Alan always calls it Hot Sexy. Hot sexy. Oh, that makes sense. Because yeah. he's hot sexy. Nicknames for everyone. Oh my god, I don't even know what I would do if I ever met him in person. I'd probably be like Thanks. Ronnie from Baywatch. Get your dick stuck in a... I probably... Get your dick stuck in a bench. I probably would. I need help getting this out, Arrow. Help me. But in the movie, right about now, it's where the soldiers get all pissed at Jackson and throw his suitcase, because that's helpful. And right. like, oh, you might need all these books to get us off of here. Oh, I'm going to throw them around thing. the fucking sand. <laughs> the only so fucking stupid. dude to get you home you want to abuse. But he was like sitting down, just chilling, eating a Fifth Avenue. Right. He <laughs> loves them Fifth Avenues. I got to tell you, what would be the one candy bar you would take to the other side of the universe <gasps> with oh you? Oh, my God. That's, that's a hard question. That's such a hard question. Like, all right. I love, love. A zero candy bar. <gasps> but only if they're frozen. But I can only eat one a year. <laughs> they're super sweet. It's super Darling. sweet. I've it's never had so one. It's so delicious. I've never had it frozen. I'm going to try that. Oh, I but can. I can only eat one a year, so it couldn't be that. Oh, my God. I, I think I'd pick a Snickers. you pick a Snickers? I thought about that. Because it's, it's got a little it bit of everything. It truly satisfies. And it is satisfying. <laughs> It really is. Brought to you by Snickers. I think a baby Ruth might be high on my list. Baby Ruth? the caramel. <laughs> Goonies reference. You'd be a baby Ruth, huh? Yeah. I think that's what I have to choose. Is that so you could put it in the pool and make everybody think you turded in it? Ew. No. <laughs> Caddyshack reference? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, for a long time, my favorite was Butterfinger. That's a good one. Mm. That's a good that one. That was my second choice. Buttery Butterfinger makes every bite better. Mm-hmm. Except that you're on a desert planet and it'd suck all the moisture out of your mouth. Yeah, those bitches are already dry. Mm. Right? I, I I thought about these things. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be no, on a that's desert a good planet. Question. So Reese's peanut butter is out. Maybe that's caramello. True. I used Ooh, to love um, caramello. Milky grand. Ways, too. When I was in high school, I ate 100 grand every day. So, Why? It's so good. <laughs> what are you t- Are you judging grand? me? They're good, girl. Only a person whose celebrity pass is James Spader would poo-poo a hundred grand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad at you right now. I don't understand how you can deny it. He looks at you like you're the only person. Oh, you're talking about James Spader? Yes. She's living it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Professor Jackson. Did you ever come up with your candy bar? No, I can't decide. It's like choosing a child. They're all wow. special to me. It would not be Three Musketeers. No. It would not be a Kit Kat. I can choose which one's not to take. Ooh, Kit Kat would be good, though. No, it That's melts. dry, too. Totally it melts. And it's dry. just not delicious. Oh, God, you're right. It would totally melt. Yeah. Ooh, what about a, what about, um, <laughs> a payday? Ooh, I don't like payday. 
It's like a Butterfinger, mi- or not Butterfinger, Baby Ruth minus the chocolate. Right. Yeah, gross. <gasps> Why would you take chocolate from anything? That's not an improvement. It would melt. It's just different. <laughs> it's not better. It's just I like different. Milky Way. <laughs> Maybe it'd be a Milky Way. All that nougat. This yeah, baby. Slather me in nougat. My it's little brother got a Snickers. I got a Milky Way. Mm. When we were allowed and to yeah. have candy. Look, you fell in love with this Milky Way. I don't have a goodie trail. I have a Milky Way. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know why, but that made my stomach lurch for a second. <laughs> Sample my nougat. Ew. Gross. <laughs> so, Stargate. Right. Oh, now everybody wants to talk about the movie. I see. So, he goes to pick up his books that have now been scattered to the winds. And what does he see? Some strange alien creature. It's a space camel. <laughs> also, he was real life a horse with animatronics a on costume on mask. Yeah, and that then he goes so to feed weird. it chocolate. I'm like, don't feed it chocolate. You don't know what this thing eats. I'm thinking, bitch, that's mine. <laughs> Allison, don't that's give fair. away your. Candy. You don't share candy, bitch. Eat that shit. <laughs> You're on an alien world, and you don't know how to get home. Mm-hmm. You might need that. Friends. And to make matters worse, there's some kind of rope, and of course, it takes off, drags Jackson for 30 minutes of the movie across <laughs> every what? dune in the planet. Wouldn't that kill you? Yes. I thought so, too. I'm like, okay, there'd be blood trails from breaking across sand for miles. Right, it's sand, not talcum powder. It's rough. <laughs> it's coarse. Rough. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. Oh, and it would be up his ass crack. Oh, it would be up his butthole. Like, he'd be, like, vomiting sand for, that came in from his ass. Gross. This is painful. It was painful. Well, Ew. apparently it was bad enough that it knocked him out, and he wakes up with <laughs> slather which, slither. Which is another thing that was just becoming popular, I think, at that time. <laughs> you know, like, around... It was bad, but Alien was probably one of the first ones that had all that mucusy shit. Mucusy shit. shit. Uh. Yeah, that's true. And I'm sorry, but every movie in the world since then has someone's gross-ass tongue dragging across somebody's face <laughs> leaving a trail of mucus. That's true. And, uh... Ugh. Wait, what the hell was that? Was it's, that Kill Bill where Home Dude just licked her face when he thought she was still passed out? Yep. Comatose. The, the That's orderly or whatever. My That's name really is Buck, <laughs> and I like to fuck. That was awful. Okay, Buck. <laughs> Good to know. Get, get in your pussy wagon. And it's so funny because all of the military dudes show up and they're like, oh gosh, let's focus completely on Jackson. And it's like, oh, we didn't notice there's this giant pyramid being made by hundreds and thousands of workers. It's so funny, too, because you can tell who the main characters are because they are less dirty than anyone else. <laughs> Everybody is filthy. With really blue eyes. Except a few people had <laughs> clean faces and blue eyes, and you're like, okay, they're the main With characters. The National Geographic cover. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Those are blue eyes in that. Right? I, know the, I know the photo you were talking about. Was it Time? Yeah. It was Time, not... No, I thought it was National, National Geographic. Geographic. Yeah. National? Oh, see. I know the picture but you you're know talking the picture, about. Right. I do. It's iconic. <laughs> but yeah, so then they're like, okay, Jackson, you know, you suddenly can just speak whatever their language is, I'm sure. Convenient. Yeah. And he's like, what? He has just no fucking language. He's got to learn the sounds. He's like, and then, of course, he does speak their language. Not yet, though. <laughs> no, I mean, it takes him a minute. He's yeah. doing hand gestures at the moment. and <laughs> they're, they're like doing this, you know, like moving their hands in a direction. And he's like, they want us to go with them. And they're like, how do you know that? How do you know? And he like makes the same gesture with his hands because they like, want me they to go want with them. Go with them. <laughs> <laughs> same thing we do on Earth. Clearly. But, but again... Let's bring out the Fifth Avenue bar and offer it as a oh way God. of becoming friends. What if it poisons these people? <laughs> He's an that. idiot. 
was like, what if this is not good? I'm allergic to chocolate. And he's like, here, eat this. What? What? Like that's that's a what if. I believe in miracles. Here it comes. Your sexy what if. Here, eat this chocolate. And the guy's like, okay. And he's like, ooh, yeah, put it in your mouth. And he's like, um, um, um. and he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> can't survive, dead. And then what the fuck happens? You're screwed. Even if he wasn't dead, what if he didn't like it? He's like, fucking kill these strangers. I know. What is happening inside my mouth? If you've never had sugar before, and then you eat all that candy sugar, mm. it's not just sugar. That's refined craziness. <laughs> Can you imagine what your mouth would do? Your mouth would be like, oh my God, it's demons. Revolt. I don't know. It might be... It might be wonderful. That's yes. why he says Bonnie Way. <laughs> Bonnie Way. Like we know what the fuck that means. Really good. <laughs> Super yum. This is the shit. <laughs> it makes me think of that old commercial, that long distance commercial, where uh, the kid, it, back when you actually had to pay for long distance, and the kid had dialed something on the phone and just left the receiver there, and dad comes by and he sees it and he picks it up and goes, hello? And you hear the guy on the other end go, Lomanaka Bisai. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm, who knows how much that cost? I love that commercial. I do too. We we both loved it because we used to say it all the time all the for time. no reason. <laughs> Just in the middle of something, we'd be like, Lord, I can be psyched. Just like a couple of fucking colonizers. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> it's probably something really important oh, or sweet or something crazy. <laughs> and we're Just saying this around, Lord, I can be psyched. It's like, look at those little white people making fun of us. I know. Not good. In our culture, in our language. <laughs> and then they all sit down to have their gross food meal, a la Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Tastes like chicken. Know I'd have eaten it. Bwah, bwah, bwah. bwah. He said it tastes like chicken and starts making that noise. And then that's what everybody calls him from then on. Bwah, bwah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're like, let's describe Jackson. Uh, chew. And glasses. glasses and jacket wah, wah, wah. and they're like oh bwah, bwah, bwah. <laughs> and do you want to be known as bwah, bwah? no maybe when you're a grandmother you're bwah, bwah, the way you put your oh i could bwah, bwah. boobs instead right. of grandma i'll be bwah, bwah. grandma you know how little kids come up with weird names for their grandparents oh, okay. maybe my grandchildren will call me bwah, bwah. <laughs> I hope so. I hope not, actually. Now that I put I that out there, that I want to lasso it and pull it back in. I don't want that no, to happen. No, you can't. Blah, blah. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to make a point blah, blah. to bring that up one day. Hey, blah, blah. So we expertly find out writing is forbidden. And not only is it forbidden, everybody then just doesn't make eye contact to you. with you. It's so like, weird. Completely change the subject. Yes. Here, have a there woman. There will be no learning. I know. So they give him a bath, and they're like, hey, here's a clean girl who wants to fuck you. After he's like, I smell like a yak now. Ew. I'm like, what did they bathe him in? Like, they bathed him semen? in wah, wah. No, but real life, Ew. that was a woman offering. That was terrible. It's like, why well, they I always know. gotta offer a damn woman? I know. I thought the same like, thing. But he was honorable. Sucked. He was like, no. But you could tell he thought about it. He's like, I could get a dick suck. But Well, he got a peep show first. She just dropped those did. little she linens. Did she did and he was like oh i could do this but then he was like no that's not honorable and they go to leave and everybody's like what the fuck everybody was standing outside of the the little hut like when are y'all gonna fuck it was a marriage hut <laughs> i know i know it's like oh it's not that uh we i don't approve of her delicious lovely body um yeah <laughs> delicious lovely body and while that's going on meanwhile back at the pyramid there's still some military guys over there. There's a big sandstorm and spaceship T 
temple. Light, lightning storm. T- lightning short lands. And you know right away, these guys are fucked. Because one, I don't recognize any of them. <laughs> Two. Uh, exactly. The red shirt is clearly to show <laughs> yes. what's about to happen. And they get attacked by Robo Anubis. I thought he was so cool, though. He was so cool. Those outfits were amazing. They were amazing. Like, I thought the like the detail to the clothing, but then the cool sci-fi mixed with it. Mm-hmm. And they had those scepters that would kind of open up a little bit and go, yes. pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Like, I like when they'd open and the little lightning would crackle around. That was cool. I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I love it. But they all get their asses handed to them. Yeah, they do. And Everyone the end of that scene, you know, <laughs> like that. that's why that was there. And then... But then come to find out that Shauri, I can't even say her name. Shauri. Shauri. I don't know. I put it in my notes later. Uh, it's like S-H-A-U-R-I. Phonetically, yeah. Shauri. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty. I like it. But come to find out she can read and write. Shauri, yeah. <laughs> so she takes Daniel to some like little temple in, in the middle of the desert yes. somewhere. And it's like, here's all the backstory that explains everything. So they start comparing, like, he will look at a hieroglyph and say, like, what it is to him and the languages he studied, and she would do her version, and thus, in an hour, he suddenly learns her language. Yeah, which is convenient, but at least they tried to explain it a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, because ancient Egyptian, which struck me as something he would know already, because he's a fucking nerd. Which I thought it was interesting, though, how they explain, you know, how, like, languages evolve and develop, and it's like... Yeah, this develops in, in their own way, yeah. Right, in isolation, this is how it developed. Well, I yeah. thought that was interesting. I thought that was really cool, I too. I love that kind of thing. Which, and a lot of this movie, I, I was interested in kind of the cultural and historical I was, things. too. It seemed like it mattered at least a little bit. Yeah. And then um, Colonel Fuckface gives... <laughs> Gives this little kid a lighter, and they have, oh. And then he's the kid's showing it off to his friends, and they're all acting like, oh, my God, what's fire? One kid even reaches out, and he's like, oh, it's hot. And I'm like, bitches, there's torches everywhere. Fire is not new. Right. No, you I know what fire is. That kid was the sheen of Egypt planet. Sheen from Jim, Jimmy Neutron? <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that kid was sheen of Egypt planet. <laughs> That's all I could think of. Fucking sheen being a dumbass. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, we have to find the professor. And apparently, like, that um, space camel is also... You know that space camel kind of looked like the mystics from... From Dark, Dark Crystal? Crystal, yes. Oh, I my was like, God. what? These evolved in a whole different way. But yes. apparently, they're also part bloodhound, because they're like, who, smell this? And the thing takes off after him. It's so weird. I, I like, like how it shimmies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was cute. Uh, oh, and when they were telling the story about what happened where the alien infected that little mm, Egyptian mm-hmm. kid, um, they used the scream from uh, James Brown's I Feel Good as the sound effect that was uh, the alien taking control of the young boy. Oh, when he possessed him? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? That. That's cool. I actually, And for some reason, I love the storytelling thing. It's like, let's follow these little pictures. I love that, too. I, I, it might be cheesy, but I think it's cool and I enjoy I it. it. And I cool. love it when they didn't do this in this movie, but when, in other movies when they do it and then the pictures start moving and come to life. Yes. And I'm what? like, oh, that's my favorite. Those are delightful. <laughs> and like so, in Hercules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so ultimately they figured out. That <laughs> <laughs> was late. Yep. Ultimately they figured out what the six chevrons are, but they're like, we don't know the seventh. And again, I'm like, that's the easiest problem to solve. The last one is easy. But they don't understand that. You should have told him, babe. Yeah, I immediately, like, from the scene where they're standing outside of the pyramid looking up at the three moons around it, 
like I immediately was making that connection in my head. Like it has to do something with the three moons. Mm-hmm. And of course, it is. It is. Yeah, it's exactly that. But um, apparently, Earth is the only planet with one moon, and this is the only planet with three. <laughs> right. <laughs> because it's the exact same symbol, except one moon and three moons. Huh? Dumb. <laughs> but pretty. easy. <laughs> but easy, yeah, convenient easy to remember. <laughs> but yeah, it was funny because they go to find that seventh symbol, and of course, it's the one that's broken off of the the local. Yeah, the local whatever broken off it, and conveniently whatever. rubbed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, Someone Don't you know, I'd have had a brush. Talk. I'd have been brushing that to try and find some kind of detail to it. Right. Right. Doing a paper rubbing. I'd have done some shit <laughs> other than just be like, oh, I guess we're fucked. Like <laughs> clack clack clack. They don't go together. Throw it in the ground. <laughs> we're screwed. So the military guys run back to the temple, and of course, Colonel What's His Fuck makes a beeline for the bomb because this is what he's there to do is blow things up. And um, Anubis comes down and ends up taking prisoners and takes them aboard the ship, and we meet Ra. Ra. Ra was androgynous when androgynous wasn't cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. But I was still into it. Yeah, and. I don't know. I, I had a hard time at the time trying to, in my own mind, figure out if it was a man or a woman. Yeah. That was back before. And I think it that, really, doesn't that really speaks to it, though, because ultimately it doesn't matter. It's an alien. Right. And I think that is not... Okay. Let me be clear. I'm not saying people that are androgynous are alien in any way. I don't mean no. that. It's cool. It's cool. But <laughs> for this alien, this alien is... I mean, the Unique. sex of the alien isn't important either, and so that 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 it would pick an androgynous human mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Of course, yeah. they explain it though as, "Oh, this was the only one that was brave enough to stand forward and right. not run away." But and look where that got him, right? Dumbass. <laughs> it's true. Bravery is clearly overrated. <laughs> but I, I did think it was interesting. Like all of the all of the main guards that reported up to Ra, it was like. One was kind of like Horus, you know, the owl, yeah. and one was Anubis. Anubis. Uh-huh. And I forget what the other one was. Well, it's like Anubis was the the captain, and there were several Horuses that were uh, like was the they soldiers. The same? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I missed that too. But I, I just thought it was neat. And there's that technology thing where they like, oh, it's the reveal that you're actually humanoid right. because your like, thing folds up into nothing. Right, now they do it all the time with things like Iron Man, mm-hmm. et cetera, but that's the first time I recall ever seeing that. Right. The Which folding was, cool. was really cool. Those I always find those things really satisfying. Yeah, like, yeah. How convenient. Does it's like fold away? it's like a transformer that just folds up into nothing. And I thought it was also interesting. They take the military people and they throw them in that hole in the water, which is really kind of like a POW tactic that was mm. used in uh, Vietnam. People kept in water for long periods of time, and I was like, oh my god, that's horrific and awful. Yeah, I hated every bit of that. And uh, but mm. Daniel gets shot and ends up getting put in that healing coffin. That's kind of like I thought of it as a back to tank. Oh, from, from Star, Star Wars, Wars. <laughs> he's like, "What? I'm healed." And it's like, "Oh, yeah." Because the alien, kind we of know it, that's coming up again. He explains how it's easy. That's why he chose humans to possess because they're very easy to repair. I guess based on his technological mm-hmm. advancements, Let's stick them in the magical sarcophagus. Mm-hmm. We're good. Mm-hmm. Which also is satisfying to watch how it kind of closed. Like it was so it, satisfying. It would open and close. I don't know. There's just I something was like, about that. Like, I kind of need a bed at home that does that. <laughs> right. It's like, like little puzzle pieces fitting together. So nice. Maybe it'll light up slowly in the morning to gently wake me Tetris up. Tetris bed. Tetris Ooh, bed. Tetris yeah. bed. You don't yes. have to make the bed. You just hit the button and it's like. 
Like your alarm clock is And then I thought it was funny because Shari back home with all the people, she's like, I saw a picture today. We must rebel. She did. She's like, I'm going to tell you a story and you're going to listen. Right. All of a sudden, we have the desire to be rebellious because we saw a picture. And not be slaves. I guess that's why Ra made writing illegal. Because, you know, like, he sent out those, um, the gliders, which are awesome. Yeah. To, to punish to the punish people. Them, yeah. And so, you know, they're all like, oh, we must obey. We've been bad for talking to the strangers. It's like Ra is Trump if Trump had any <laughs> actual space powers. He's working on it. <laughs> he is forming his own team. I wonder if space he wants horse. to go to space because he, he read a comic about the Fantastic Four and how they got hit with radiation from space and they became superheroes. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I want to be elongated, man. I want to be Mr. Fantastic because then my hands can be bigger. Oh, ew. It'd just turn him into Cheeto, man. He'd probably be more like Ben Grimm. <laughs> Except Cheetos just kept flying in. And he's like, it's clobbering time. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he touches leaves Cheeto dust. <laughs> That's his power. He rubs his fingers in your eye and you're like, oh, Cheeto dust. <laughs> this is all making me uncomfortable. Uh, that's what uh, he does. So Jackson gets gross. taken out there to execute his fellow travelers for some reason. Like, for some reason, they think he'll do that. And he's literally like, we'll kill you if you don't. Well, he's going to die anyway. This is stupid. Right. <laughs> and one of the little. I guess street urchins is like shine a mirror in his eyes. Like, look, bitch, we got guns. Street urchin. <laughs> That's a street urchin. Children that yesterday knew nothing other than laboring constantly, starving and being dirty, now are leading a rebellion. It's With like guns that they red found dawn. in cases. I kept, I kept expecting Patrick Swayze to jump up out of a hole in the ground. And, that would have been amazing. Wolverines. <laughs> oh my god. Is that red dawn. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. And so, oh, now we've lost all our captives. And so, Ra has to punish his one of his Horuses. And so, he, he goes over there. He's so menacing. And they're like, oh, fuck. And he puts his hand on him. With that little, like, jewelry, special yeah. jewelry. Ugh. And it lightning kind of. And the guy, like, like. I hated yeah. every. That made He does the jitter and struggle. That looked like the worst way to die. Oh, my really? gosh. Ever. Now, I. Yeah, because I, I thought something's going to happen. His head's going to bl- explode. He's going to bleed from his ears or something. But he, he just did the jitter and slump. He bled from something. I his nose or his feel ear. like his brains got scrambled and they melted and his eyes crossed and it it made me. Ugh. So I had I, a physical reaction. We had different reactions. Cause I, I agree with Anna with her reaction because that's how I felt. I, I've always had this thing, though, about um, heads moving too fast. Like. Um, Oh, like in unnatural the scary shaking, movies, and they're like, blah, blah, blah. like yeah. Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Ugh. What was that other movie? The House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. There's a bunch of movies where, like, people or ghosts or creatures end up shaking just weirdly fast. Yeah. And it's it's I don't know. For me, it's very unnerving. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I have this visceral reaction to things like that. It was the electric chair for me. Oh. That's all I could think about, oh. and Awful. just seeing the actual chair mm. makes me want to run away. Mm. So when dude's brain got fried, I was like, no. What about you? What's the most visceral, visceral like visual that you've ever seen? Uh, for me, it's sharks eating people. <gasps> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's terrifying. Because we watch a lot of sharks eating people. I know. Why did you laugh at my pain? Because you were so serious. 
No, seriously, that is my greatest fear is being eaten by a shark. I said that on in a previous episode. It's, I know it you still did. holds true. And you said it that to That seems in like the life. most terrifying thing ever. You're already in the water. That's not your element. That's not where you're supposed to be. This thing that it is their element is eating like, you, stalking you, and then it eats you, and part of you is in it. Oh my god. Mm. Terrifying. I, I That's yeah. real. I mean, it I'd is rather scary. be electrocuted. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You'd it rather get eaten by a shark? I don't know because it all sounds terrible. <laughs> It does. So here's the thing. When I like really legitimately believed in hell and was scared of it at the time. <laughs> oh, interesting. The worst thing that I could imagine was being fried in a frying pan. So every time I thought of hell, I thought of that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's hot so, and you can't get off of it. Yeah. yeah that's constantly burning you. So for some reason, the shark thing connected me to that. Shark, the, being eaten by a shark is kind of like a double whammy because you're not only getting eaten and it would hurt like crazy. You're underwater and you can't scream or anything. You and just you're terrified. Drown. Eh, right. You can't get away. It's like the frying pan. That is like seriously like Dante's levels of hell. Right. And then I imagine thing. you're just so injured and stuff and you're, you're on death's door and you can't do anything and you see it coming at you and you're like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, because I have seen like, I don't know if it was real or not somebody jumping off of a cliff into some water and then a great white shark just comes out of nowhere at them oh yeah that was shown to be fake but it is still terrifying right yes that just they had a that, gopro like my heart actually stopped me for too a second i watching almost that. shit i didn't watch that this is why i don't watch videos on the internet you should show her that i should show no. you that it's terrifying luckily there are no sharks in this movie <laughs> Right, we're the I mean, farthest thing from it. To Stargate, okay. The best thing here would be a sarlacc. Right. In and the middle of the desert. Apparently the movie thought, you know what's a good beat to play after we have this guy horribly killed by Ra? Let's make fun of Shari because hum, Homeboy didn't want to fuck her. <sighs> so then what does Homeboy do? He's like, he, She's like, oh, it's because you didn't want me. And he's like, hey baby. And he's like, I'll fuck you now. Now that we read a book together. With, hey, I mean, because his brain is clearly hey, his sex hey, organ. Hey. <laughs> I mean, time must move like really fast on this planet. Oh, my God. Well, it's like every musical, though. You meet, you have a song, something happens, <laughs> and then you, you have another song. You meet, you have a song, and then, and then you're you married. <laughs> because you've fallen in help. That's kind of what happened love. with me and you. Yeah, we met. True. I sang several weird songs. <laughs> We're going to get married. <laughs> My life is a musical. <laughs> and then the people are like, oh my gosh, Horus is here. And they, they end up killing Horus and they're like, look at your God. Where's your God now? And they show you. And I almost wanted, they, the mask comes off and they're like, it's a human. And I almost wanted him to go, <laughs> I just blew your mind, bitches. Motherfuckers. That's real. Yeah. But I mean, they, they did. They all look like, oh, well, now they don't seem quite so menacing for some reason. I know. I'm Even like, though they still have blasters of you and, and one of them. And we have wooden tools. <laughs> okay. Then they realize, wait, we have numbers. Yes. <laughs> and at first it's only the kids, the Wolverines, right. if you will. They, they were resolved before <laughs> any of that. Yep. And they all dress up like whatever, and they're making an offering at the temple. For some reason, this is a thing that happens. And the, Fake the horses are coming around, and they pull the hood off of Colonel What's-His-Fuck, and he <laughs> winks at him, and he's like, how you doing? And I was like, what the fuck? You, you bastard. Why don't you just That made him? me smile. <laughs> when he winked, I was in. Like, okay. Yep. And his whole plan is blow you. everything up. Fuck everyone. Because it's all he can do. And really. Daniel's local girlfriend gets shot. So, of course, his plan is go to healing back to Coffin. Yeah. <laughs> 
sarcophagus, the Lazarus sarcophagus. Oh, because um, they tried to turn off the bomb because the bomb had been set. Oh, not yet. Oh, no, you're right. First, Anubis comes down and Colonel has to fight him forever. And Daniel's able to get to the Lazarus sarcophagus, heal her, (laughs) and he's headed back before Ra sees him. And then Ra's like, look, bitch, I'm not fun. This, This shit ain't funny anymore. So he tries to scramble his brain. He's scrambling his brain. And just like in every movie, I think it's hilarious. Like, whether there's a countdown or whatever, it's like he's getting his brain scrambled, but it doesn't, he does it for a long time, but not it doesn't permanently long enough. Scar him. And so there's no damage at all. It's like the real damage happens in the last second of the brain scrambling. It, right. Because it, the first brain scramble took 100 years. Yeah, it but there would be damage. But- I know. Maybe he's not dead, but, but he's, he's just my boyfriend. He's lost his hurt. brain. I mean, he was still coherent enough to like get up and speak. You right. would think that you would be like knocked out or exhausted <laughs> right. or something. And it's just like every movie does this. <laughs> every movie does this. Like, oh, this virus will kill you in you know three minutes, and it's like, oh, we saved it with two seconds to spare. Luckily, the virus won't kill you now. What? It's like just our the, perception of time during moments like that. I guess. That's what it in is. In the previous movie we reviewed, Baywatch, where Homedo get. Stuck by the devil's urchin, and then he was just fine. Yeah. Like, he walked unaccompanied, pretty much, to the ambulance, and then they gave him an injection. And he's good. fine. Stupid. Like, no, that's not how that worked. Thanks for bringing up that shitty movie. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to connect it to a more recent movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the worst part about all this fighting and everything is when the sheen of <laughs> Egypt... Aww. Is the little kid is running down the little thing, and he gets blown up, and his little helmet goes. Plum, plum, he got plum, the plum, helmet plum, plum, blown plum. off. Treatment. It's like these young people have been exposed to what people in the military are exposed to. War. to. I know it was awful. PTSD. And I was come. like, "No, weird little kid, no, don't die, Sheen." And so, how does everybody else react? Because <laughs> the ships are flying around, shooting at him outside, and they just get out, and then he goes, "Hey, hey." And for some reason that works. They stopped shooting at him. He shaved. A, he did the white flag. Well, thank goodness. I know. Space. They understood what that was. <laughs> thank goodness space Egyptians understand the white flag of surrender. Yeah, they do. It's universal sign of surrender. Didn't you know Across that? all the galaxies. All mm-hmm. the galaxies. I did think it was cool, though, when Colonel defeats Anubis... <clears throat> And he, by putting his head halfway in the teleporter and his head gets transported out. Yes. That Which is also what saved creepy. Jackson. Also. They swap places. I love the teleportation rings. I did too. Those are They make a cool sound. And then shoo, It was awesome. It was awesome. I thought it was well done. Then Ra's like, later bitches. I'm out. Peace. Except. Dun dun dun. What's really in the ship with him? The fucking bomb. Right. They teleport the bomb to him because they can't turn it off. So I have an idea. Boom, boom. They had the same idea. Oh, my God. And that was cool, because when the bomb blew up, Ra melted like he was a Nazi that looked at the uh, yes. the Holy Ark of the Covenant. Yes. <laughs> I was like, really? I'm like, first off, that would have blown up, and there would have been no time between your face disintegrating. I know. Like, it would have been just gone. Gone. Although, I will say, did you notice that it took, like, two seconds for them to close up the pyramid ship, and when they landed and undid everything and made it look like a big palace... It took like 20 minutes. <laughs> That's true. It's like, let's fold out the pink curtains. Let's open the sunroof. La, la, la. I know. And then he's like, we got to go. Because he needed pageantry when he was arriving. Yeah, but oh, oh, got to go. Close, close, Getting close, Getting the fuck close. out. That's right. Don't need to parade for you bitches one thing, now. One thing we didn't mention, too, is Ra is constantly surrounded by children. That was <sighs> creepy. He's like a space pedophile. 
So weird. Ugh. And the director did say he did that just to make it uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I think it's clearly he's brainwashing, controlling, abusing these children right, in some way. When he's in danger, they all run to surround him to mm-hmm. protect him. So that's mm-hmm. like they could yeah, just be that like, made oh, me kill feel right, awful. but they don't. And then, so the the movie's over. Day is saved, and the only woman in town who takes a bath is Daniel's reward. <laughs> oh God! I'm like really, we're gonna have women as rewards now? Great. And he decides to stay with her because I don't know. Reasons. He wants to live. In a place that doesn't grow any kind of food, <laughs> and where there's nothing to do but toil, they can eat chicken salamanders or whatever they were. Why didn't he yeah. take her back with him? That's crazy. Because he wanted to stay and learn things That's from an dumb. ancient culture. That well, I mean, if you think about it, his life has been spent studying, speaking, <sighs> doing all these things. Now my life has been it. spent eating refined sugar and foods with fat in it. <laughs> I don't want to give so that. So you up. would come back for the snacks. Yeah, is what you're saying. They don't have pork rinds there. But if you found the love of your life in a day, you wouldn't stay for her. I would want her bring her back and show her pork rinds. What if I wanted to stay in Chicarones, Egypt, too? Earth, Egypt, too. You You don't though. Do you want to? I might. There's sand. So (sighs) you know that's something they. I'm glad we don't have to decide. (laughs) Is that whole planet? I wonder sand. Or is, are they just in a desert like Egypt? And the, there's like some Euphrates River nearby. I, I wondered know. that too. Like, could you travel and explore? I also, I don't know, because that know. would be another reason to stay. Because you might die. You know what else I thought was weird? Is everybody's like, "Yay, this peaceful village learned to be a military in just one day. Ugh. Let's celebrate!" Guns in the air. Boom, 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 boom. That's crazy. <laughs> well, they learned by emulating. I and guess. they did the whole movie. They had their guns up all the time. Mm-hmm. Point at everyone. But also, suddenly, Colonel O'Neill is mentally healed from his experiences. <laughs> he doesn't want to die anymore. No. I'm good. No more bombs. I love children again. I'm going to go back and hug a general. Or his wife. Mm, that would maybe. be great. Um, what if his wife is a general? Are you sexist? Do you just assume she couldn't be? Because she's, she's a woman. not a general. She was pissed. She wasn't a general. She's ready to punch him in his square head. Yeah, I mean, okay. So they were mm-hmm. kind of living Akron a little bit. We're what? Akron. Akron? Akron. <laughs> Akron. <laughs> Tell us why we're living Akron, which is a movie that we reviewed previously on Streaming Unicorn Podcast. Well, remember the, you should listen if you haven't heard it. The parents lose that child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ugh. They lose the child at a young age, and then they either don't deal or deal with it. That's true. And they dealt with it at different times. So. That's That's a fact. So maybe that's what happened here. Right. Maybe he's going to go back and he's going to get a good haircut. And a boyfriend. Maybe. And a boyfriend. Ooh, I want everyone to have a boyfriend. What if he discovers he's gay? <gasps> maybe that's part of his anger. Maybe that's your what if, Alan. That could be my what if. Take us through that. <laughs> Take us through. <laughs> I believe in miracles. Here it comes. Your sexy what if. So... Apparently, he's been healed, and his time with lots of male children has led him to be <laughs> oh, a pedophile. No! 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 <laughs> Bad, Alan. He just decides he can't, he can't procreate anymore, so he's going to date a guy. That's, that's not why people are gay, Alan. I know this. <laughs> I have all people know this. I'm just saying, what if? <laughs> Holy what if he shit. decided... I, I got pushed into that one. 
We can sword fight. I would prefer to say <laughs> I would be gay for I don't that like gay I don't like guns, but I'll take up he swords. Repre- mm-hmm. Here's my what if then. He repressed his sexuality for his whole life. But then when he saw that yak dripping on Jackson's face, he suddenly thought, I'm missing something in my life. No. He wants a facial. Bonnie way. Bonnie way. He said, forget the Fifth Avenue. I'll just go up the street. Oh, my God. Look out for the pothole. (laughs) The crevasse. Bonnie way. Bonnie way. uh Uh-huh. No. I'm scarred. (laughs) We now have a theme song to his sexual discovery. Bonnie Way. I don't know. Maybe it was when he was wrestling with Anubis. That was a fine man. Mm, he was. He was like, ooh. It's like, I like the strong wrestling Wasn't stuff. That, um, Let's get oiled up and do some Greco Roman. Can you say his name? <laughs> Jamon Hansu. I don't who, know. The hot, sexy guy? Yeah. Black guy. Oh, one. I didn't know that. I don't know. Googling. Because I think that's I'll who Google it is. him. <laughs> okay, Gaggle. So, that brings us to ratings. Take me to your ratings. What did you think, Brooke? So, I love this movie. I loved it when I was a kid. I think it stands the test of time really well. It's it's fun. It certainly has its problems. (laughs) Uh, But really... For a movie made in the 90s, it is less like transphobic, homophobic, and misogynist than most movies were at the time. Although, I mean, it's not like they get a cookie for that. <laughs> but it's there are some movies that I go back and watch, and I'm like, oh, geez, I didn't re- realize this was so fucking problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, it certainly was problematic, but not terribly. Um, I'm going to give it four out of five stars, because I still really enjoy it. And I'm really interested to hear what Anna says because she hasn't seen it before. And I'm wondering if part of my enjoyment is just remembering what it was like and it didn't run that, kind of like the Transformers cartoon did when I rewatched that. (laughs) It's like, oh, this is much worse than I remember. Uh, (laughs) But uh, there's that. For Pride Flags, other than Colonel What's-His-Fuck turning into a gay man at the end, um, there wasn't anything. Jai Davidson? Jai Davidson, yeah, that's a good point. Jai Davidson does earn it one out of five pride flags because it's a gay actor playing an androgynous space god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I give it that. And I feel like gay people should become space gods. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I'm a space god. Gay people are space, I'm a space gods. goddess. So that's my review. What about y'all? I would give it three and a half, four. I did really like it. I felt like it held up. The old tech was kind of amazing even though it's from 25 years ago and one out of i'm gonna agree with the one out of uh how many zero five five (laughs) (laughs) pride flags because home dude was gloriously androgynous the end so i kind of agree i I give it a four out of five stars because i 
I really enjoyed it. It was as a kid when I saw it first, it was kind of a dream thing for me, like a fantasy that I would often have just I was really into UFOs and aliens and I really like, you know, Egyptian history, mythology, history, whatever you want to call it. It was kind of both. Uh, and this movie had both. It married everything together in a way that I really, really enjoyed. And part of it for me at the time was the mystery of finding out what, what the Stargate was. And now, uh, seeing it this far after, I still enjoy it. It still kind of brings back, like you said, the nostalgia of seeing it back then. But I in, I still enjoyed it for its, its own qualities. Uh, and for Pride Flags, I also agree with the one. Um, again, it's probably Jai Davidson. It was a very androgynous character, very flamboyant. Yeah, he was beautiful. He was beautiful. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Not hot dog water? No. Unlike James Boehner. He was amazing. I love him. And so with that, that's it for this week's episode. Please review and rate this podcast, and if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Join us on our next episode when we'll be reviewing Bad Boys, available on Netflix. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Production and is copyright 2018, all rights reserved. Theme music created by Brooke. Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and YouTube for bonus content. Until next time, this is Brooke, Anna, and Alan saying... Give Give my my regards regards to King King Tut, Tut, asshole. Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies (laughs) available. 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 I am available if you are free. I really love you, girl. I really love you, girl. She's rocking it on the right. She's rocking it on the right. You for me. Me for you. You don't know that song either? I guess not. <sighs> Rocking it on the right? <laughs> I don't know what the words are. Is that like my penis is like angled to the right? <laughs> <laughs> she right. an arrow to break a board. We have to take a pause because Anna's about to piss herself. Oh my gosh, I've had so much water. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> okay. It ain't a god. It's cranberry juice. <laughs> You can't fool me. <laughs> you can't fool me. <laughs> oh my god. Ty Davidson does earn it one out of zero stars. Scars? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Ty Davidson scarred. does earn it one out of five pride flags. <laughs> I wanted to say scars again. Yeah, I saw your wheel And turn. I said one out of zero. What the one out of zero? I wasn't addressing that part. Well that's kind of you. Just keep going, babe. You got this. Jai Davidson does earn it one out of zero <laughs> pride flags because it's a gay actor. Oh, wait. <laughs> you just did it again. <laughs> one out of zero is still zero. Sorry. Okay. Join us on our next episode when we'll be reviewing... Bad, Bad boys. boys. <clears throat> what you gonna do?